Hello beautiful people, happy Saturday. I am so flippin' excited about this episode today on the topic of how to actually last in the performing industry. How to last in the performing industry. There are two very key elements that I really truly believe have helped me stay in the performing industry for the six years that I have been here and that will keep me there for a very long time moving forward. And I do know as well, Every single successful professional musical theatre performer you see has these two things. Now, for those who don't know me or are new to the podcast, my name is Hayley Maybury. Hello. I am a professional musical theatre performer, successful business owner, and absolute personal development geek. Right, so let's crack into the episode. Now, to have a long-standing career as a performer, right, we do go through a lot of tough times. A lot, a lot, a lot of tough times. Um, Some things that I've gone through were you know being rejected by a lot of performing arts schools before I got into my university course um there was one show that I got into where I nearly didn't make it to the rehearsals because I was flooded in and trapped on my grandparents farm we literally could not leave the farm and I was meant to be starting rehearsals on that Monday that was a tough time that we got through um there were times at university when I was studying one time in particular where I was so upset about something that had happened in class that I was genuinely lying on the floor of a bathroom, locked in there for three hours, crying my eyes out. It was a very dramatic, <laughs> very dramatic moment. I felt like I was in a dramatic movie, um, except I just wish that I wasn't there for three hours. But yeah, we got through that. There were some very tough times at university. Um, I've been told by industry professionals that I sing too loud. <laughs> I've been told by industry professionals that my vibrato sounds like an old woman. I've gone through sprained ankles, lots of other ankle injuries, injured hamstrings. I've ruptured a disc in my neck and had to wear a neck brace like Regina George, looking very, very fashionable. Um, And of course, you know, a very, very recent one um, for the current time is getting through an international pandemic that has completely brought our industry to a standstill. Okay, they're just some of the things that, some of the tough times that I've gone through in my career. I know that there are so, so many things that we go through as performers and that you know a lot of things that could stop us in our tracks they really really could discourage us stop us from you know pursuing this career a lot of those things would make people just think oh you know what this just isn't for me this industry just isn't for me i'm not not meant to be successful in it i'm going to go do something else right but there are two key things that have meant for me personally that i didn't that I didn't give up and go pursue another career, that I didn't think, oh, this career, I'm just not good enough for this, I'm gonna give up, do something else. Those two things are the two P words, passion and perseverance. They are passion and perseverance. And in my personal opinion, those two things, passion and perseverance, all come together into one joint word, which is grit. If you are gritty, If you are a super gritty, gritty person, you have passion and you have perseverance. So guys, the thing that actually inspired me to do this episode, I've just finished reading a book called Grit. Fun fact, actually. It's by Angela Duckworth and it just goes into all the elements that actually make up grit, um, how to tell if you have grit, how to tell how much grit you have, and then also how to increase the grit you have if you don't have enough. So just to break those key elements down a little bit more, so if we're talking about passion, for example, this is so, 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 so important. If you're not passionate about what it is that you're doing, you will rupture that disc in your neck, have to wear a neck brace for for a couple of weeks, couple of months, have to get all that physio and go, you know what, this isn't worth it, I'm going to stop. Right? If we're not passionate about what we're doing, if we don't make it into a job, don't make it into a 
performing arts degree course, we're going to just take that and go, you know what? It's just not worth it. Okay, we need to have that passion and that love there for what we're doing so that no matter what comes at us, we still love it. And then perseverance, that is exactly that, sticking at it no matter what. And perseverance is a really big one that I'm going to talk a little bit more about in a minute. That is something, I mean, passion isn't necessarily something you can grow. You need to experiment with different things to find where that passion is. But once you've found that passion, perseverance towards that passion is something you really, really can work on. And in this book that I was reading, there's a fan flippantastic quote actually by by Will Smith, very, very successful actor, very, very successful entrepreneur and business-minded gentleman as well. Um, And he gives a little quote about why he's had so much success in the entertainment industry. I'm going to read it to you. He says, the only thing that I see that is distinctly different about me is I'm not afraid to die on a treadmill. I will not be outworked, period. You might have more talent than me, You might be smarter than me. You might be sexier than me. You might be all of those things. You might have it on me in nine categories. But if we get on the treadmill together, there's two things that are gonna happen. You're getting off first or I'm going to die. It's really that simple. Now, obviously that is a little bit dramatic. We're not necessarily wanting to die for our passion and and persevere until we die. But but I thought that was a really really good example of that passion and that perseverance, right? You'll notice that talent actually doesn't come into this element, in my personal opinion, at all. To have a successful performing career, obviously you need to have the passion and perseverance to create that talent, but talent is not, in my mind, it's not one of the key elements. That's something you can learn. That's something you can grow. I still remember this to to this day. I think it was in my second year um, at university and I went to my singing teacher's house and it was a really, really early singing lesson I think it was like eight o'clock in the morning um for those people that aren't singers out there the earlier it is in the day the harder it is to sing um so very very early very difficult time for me to sing well um and normally if I had an 8am lesson I would get up at 5am so that I had enough time for my body to wake up I had enough time to to warm up as well but this one time I just didn't have enough time I didn't have enough time to to warm up properly I think I must have slept through my alarm I'm not quite sure anyway wasn't warmed up enough as I wanted to be. And I came in and I sung for him. And my singing teacher looked at me and he said, wow, you're really not naturally gifted as a singer, are you? You really need to work for this. And I was like, yes, yes, I do. And I was actually, like, I didn't take that as an insult whatsoever. I was actually really, really proud of that because I do think talent is not something that's gonna get you your success. It's that perseverance, it's that passion, it's working to get to that point is working to get that talent, working to get those skills that is the most important thing. Um, And so, yeah, that is how I have become the singer that I am through hard work. I'm not naturally gifted as a singer whatsoever. Um, I've just had that passion and that perseverance and that grit. So I really think, you know, I wanna actually talk you guys through some practical ways to first of all, find out how gritty you are (laughs) so that you know if you need to improve it or not. And then if you are someone that does actually wanna improve that grit, which I mean, let's be honest, we can't have too much grit. We really, really can't. Um, so yeah, once I've helped you kind of determine how much grit you have, then I'm going to give you some really, really helpful tips that have helped me massively in actually increasing that grit. So in the book that I was reading, there's actually this really, really cool quiz um, where you get to figure out what your grit scale is. 
So I'm going to walk you through those questions really quickly. If you are, you know, if you're not driving, if you're not out at the gym, if you've got a pad and pen there, amazing, you can actually work through this as I talk through it. So first of all, I want you to score yourself from one to five, where one is, this is not like me, me at all, and five is, wow, this is very much like me. So you can give yourself a one, two, three, four, or five, where one is not like me at all, five is very, very much like me. So the first statement you're going to rate yourself is on is, setbacks don't discourage me, I don't give up easily. Right? The next one is, I am a hard worker. The next one is, I finish whatever I begin. And if you need to pause as we're going through and write these and think about these, that's totally fine, but I'm gonna crack on. The next one is, I am diligent and I never give up. And the next one is, I have overcome setbacks to conquer an important challenge, right? And these are flipping brilliant affirmations as well. Like I just felt so powerful actually saying those out loud. <laughs> they were really great. And now we're gonna do the opposite of our scoring. So this time we're gonna switch it around where five is not like me at all. And one is, oh my gosh, this is exactly like me, okay. So these ones, we're gonna rate ourselves from five to one. Five is not like me at all, one is very, very much like me. Okay, new ideas and projects sometimes distract me from previous ones. Next one, I often set a goal, but later choose to pursue a different one. Next one, I have difficulty maintaining my focus on projects that take more than a few months to complete. Next one is, my interests change from year to year. And last one, I have been obsessed with a certain idea or project for a short time, but then later lost interest. Right, so as I'm sure you guys can probably hear, those first five that I said are very, very gritty statements. The last five are ones that are lacking grit. So just have a think, you know, if you weren't scoring yourself, just have a think which ones you resonated more with, which ones felt more like you or feel more like you at this time. And if you're resonating with the less gritty ones, you know, those second lot of five that I said, that's fine, that is totally fine. I think it's important when we're doing this self-discovery, when we find things about ourselves that we're not happy with, to not be disheartened, don't be sad. I actually celebrate it as a victory. This is gonna sound crazy, but every time I discover something about myself and I'm like, oh, oh, this is something that needs to change. I flip and celebrate, I dance around, because once you've discovered that, that is the first step in changing it. If you don't know uh, a shortcoming in your mindset, in your abilities, in your strength, anything like that, if you don't know that shortcoming is there, you can't improve it, you can't fix it. So that is actually the first step. So I get really excited about it, as crazy as that is. Okay, now once you have scored yourself from one to five or five to one on those, if you are actually working through this at home, what you then need to do is add up all of the points that you gave yourself and then divide it by 10, okay? And the number it gives you, it will roughly be between two and five. Now, two is the lowest amount of grit and five is you are the grittiest person on this entire flipping planet, all right? Now, just, just as an example, I did this, I did this test last month and I was a four. I was a four, so I know I have a place to grow. I know I have more things to work on. Okay, so this is the exciting part. Now that you've figured out if you are super gritty, if you're not gritty whatsoever, if you've got loads of passion and perseverance, if you're not passionate, not perseverant, not sure if that's a word, but we're gonna, we're gonna go with it. Now that you know where you are on that scale, the next step is actually finding out, understanding why we are at that point. If we're not as passionate, as perseverant as we wanna be, we need to ask ourselves why. 
So some of the obvious answers are, you know, I've often told myself, oh, I'm just lazy. I, I'm just a bit of a flake. Um, I'm just, I'm incapable of sticking with things. My brain just do doesn't have the capacity to focus on things for a long period of time. Um, anytime I find that we drop out of things, we do it for a reason. We do. We'll do it because we're bored. We'll do it because the effort isn't worth it. We'll do it because it isn't actually important to, to us. And we'll do it because we just think that we can't do it. We just think that we're incapable. So we might as well give up. Okay, now people with grit often tend to not say those statements and tend to not give up on something if that is what they're really passionate about um, and swap it for something else. Okay, so if you are finding that you're someone that does that and I have noticed parts in my life where I do do that and I'm now wanting to work on and now moving forwards with. So the main things we wanna actually do to increase the grit is we need to first of all make sure that we are really, truly passionate, really, truly in love with whatever it is that we're doing. The second thing we need to do, we need to learn how to be persistent, actually strengthen that persistence muscle. As weird as that sounds, uh, there was something I did last year that massively, massively helped with my persistent muscle. Actually, there were a few different things. Um, I took on a few different challenges, challenges that are really, really simple to do, but also really simple not to do. I did these just so I could actually prove to myself that I can be persistent, that I can stick to something day in, day out, even when I don't feel like it. Um, so the two things that I did, the first one was just to actually get up when my alarm went off. Not to press snooze, not to pick up my phone, re redo the alarm for 30 minutes later, actually get up and wake up as soon as my alarm went off. And I challenged myself to do that for 30 days. And then at the end of it, I bought myself a treat. <laughs> um, and then another challenge I gave myself was to get up and go for a run first thing in the morning. And I actually did that for 100 days straight. Now guys, I'm not a runner, okay? I'm not a runner. I'm not someone that likes to get up early when it's dark. I'm not someone that likes to go out in the cold, which is what it is right now. I'm in England and it's winter. It's actually snowing outside <laughs> right now. Um, I'm not someone that likes to do any of those things, but I knew that it was going to be good for me. I knew that with all the lockdown stuff that was going on, I had to make sure I was going outside every day and I had to make sure that I was moving my body every day. I knew it would help my mental state so, so much. So I challenged myself to do it for 100 days and I did it. And guys, it's still, I still actually can't believe that I did it, to be completely honest. But it proved to me that I can stick to something. Even when I don't feel like it, I can stick to something. I can be persistent. So if persistence is something, perseverance is something that you really struggle with, um, you know, rather than trying to be persistent, trying to be perseverant, I still don't know if that's a word, trying to persevere with, you know, one of those big goals of yours, if you're wanting to do an hour of singing practice every single day, or if you're wanting to um, get a new customer in your business every single day, rather than focusing on one of those big things, first of all, just focus on something really little and really, really doable and do it every single day. It can be making your bed every single day. It can be going for a run every single day, you know, still the ones that I did. Whatever it is, just choose something do it every single day, and I promise that will strengthen that muscle. It will strengthen that persistence muscle in you, and then once you've done it every day for, say, 30 days is normally the minimum that I do things. Once you've done it every day for 30 days, then you can be like, okay, I've done that, I've achieved that. Now what's something bigger than I can build up as a habit every single day? And you can work towards those bigger things. You're getting your new customers, you're singing every single day, whatever whatever it is, you can work up to those things. But start small, start with something that you know you can do no matter what. 
Okay, the third thing that's gonna really, really help with growing this is actually surrounding yourself by a group of people that are working towards similar goals or even that are the next level up from you. In the book, they gave this great example of, of someone that was training to be an Olympic standard swimmer. I think it was Olympic standard. Um, and if you put that swimmer into an amateur swimming team, right, and they will go into the, into the pool at 3 p.m., three times a week to do their training, right? That is how much that swimmer will train. But if you put that swimmer into a team, a team of people that get up at 4 a.m. every single day to go down to the pool and practice for, for three hours, for example, that will feel normal because everyone around that swimmer is doing that. So therefore, it will be so much easier to do the same thing, to go up to that higher level. So surround yourself that are, by people that are doing the things that you wanna do. That has helped me massively having accountability having coaches surrounding myself with other performers other business owners like myself has helped so so much it just it inspires you it also puts like a very gentle pressure on you to keep up with all those activities as well it just it helps so so much and it takes it means you don't have to have all the strength that other group of people can also give you the strength as well which is just it's priceless in my opinion Okay, and the last one is a really, really good one. We need to have hope. Now, I can tell you, yes, you, literally every single person that is listening to this podcast, you have the ability to stick to whatever dream, whatever activity, whatever goal it is that you have in your heart. You can do this. I believe in you more than you know. Oh my goodness. The fact that you are here now, listening to this podcast, wanting to level up your mindset, wanting to level up your life, that means you have that within you and you can absolutely do it. So just know, know in your heart that you can achieve this. And if you can't know it in your heart, steal my belief, steal my belief in you. You can absolutely flip and do this. And honestly, I just believe so much in all performers out there going after their dreams, all business owners out there going after their dreams. If you ever feel like you're surrounded by people that aren't helping you towards your goals, that aren't supporting you and, and being your biggest cheerleaders, please reach out to me, please message me because I, that is one of my biggest goals in life, just to make every single person that needs support feel like they have it and know that they have it. And I am here for that, for every single one of you. All right, and I have one last tip for you guys, but before I uh, drop that little truth bomb and, and let you guys go, I just wanna say thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for taking the time, investing this time in yourself. Honestly, that is the best thing you can possibly do. Um, I massively appreciate the support for this podcast as well. Please, if you haven't, follow, subscribe. Any five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated so, 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 so much. Uh, go follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is hey.may or follow me on YouTube as well. I've got a lot of really fun content coming out there as well. I'll put the link to that in the notes for this episode. All right, last tip for today. And I did touch on this very briefly before, but the most important thing that we can do as we're going through this personal growth journey is to not let our setbacks become our permanent excuses. Anytime we make mistakes, anytime we discover problems in our mindset, in, in our daily routines, in our habits and our lifestyles, they are not things that will have to stop us. They don't have to stop us whatsoever. We can let them stop us, but I know, like I know, you guys are not here to let mistakes and problems stop you, okay? Use those problems, those mistakes as opportunities to get better, to learn from them, not the reasons to quit. Guys, you guys are amazing. I love you all so, so much. Have the most wonderful day and I'll see you, hear you, speak to you in the next episode. Bye.